This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, all my furry friends out there and their pet parents that are listening. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Okay, for anyone in the canine world, this man needs very little introduction. He is a master at understanding the behavior of dogs. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a twice Emmy-nominated television personality. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we have as our guest, Cesar Milan. It's always a pleasure to have you on. It's wonderful to talk with you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's talk about this new, exciting uh, venture that you're doing with Audible for Dogs. This is for audiobooks for dogs that will make the dogs calmer. Well, people talk to dogs, so that already we know that, you know, sometimes we just are, are talking to calm the dogs down or to get them excited or simply just to bend with the dogs because, you know, dogs are great listeners. So we need somebody to talk to. So talking is an activity that we already do, you know. So I know, I know for a fact that a lot of people are having more and more problems with the anxiety due to the separation, you know, when people go to work, when people go to school, uh, or when people, they just leave the house for whatever reason. And uh, so what I'm doing with Audible is just to extend that state of mind or relaxation that we achieve when we talk to our dogs. So that way, when the dog is, you know, left behind, and uh, we're going to call it his alone time, he's going to be in a state of meditation and a state of relaxation. It makes a lot of sense because people have called their dogs over the phone and talked with them. They leave music on. Why not audiobooks? Now, how are these audiobooks different than other audiobooks? Well, it's definitely finding the tone that a dog is actually used to or familiar. You know, uh, just you as a dog owner have to understand, you know, when you talk, what kind of tone do you use? And uh, and, uh, who do you sound like, you know? Of course, if a dog is, is, is lives with a female human, and it's best if the dog hears a, a female voice in the beginning. And this this is just to get the dog used to or conditioned, you know, from, let's say, from 9 to 3, he's going to listen to the audiobook, and then what happens is he stays listening to it in a calm state. So a lot of times, you know, people don't want the dog to feel alone, and so that is also serves the purpose for people not to feel guilty of leaving the dog by themselves or not doing some kind of activity. 
Okay, and you have something when you're working with Audible to do Audible for Dogs, so your guide will help people to know what type of books they should get for their dogs. Is that correct? Yeah, we selected six titles, you know, Dog Purpose is one of them. This is books that they're for humans, right? But uh, to me, as dogs, it's books that make me feel, you know, some in a sense of a loving state of mind and a motivational state of mind, a relaxation state of mind. And so it's, we know dogs don't understand the words, but they understand the tone, the feeling. That's why we use, you know, baby talk, or that's why we use sounds like to calm them down or, or sounds to stop the brain. So they, they don't understand what we're saying. They understand how we're feeling. And it's the feeling that I'm going after. Okay, I understand. So if my dog is around, say, my significant other, and he has a deep voice, I should look for the book that has more of a male voice and a deeper voice. If the dog is comfortable listening to that, you know, it's definitely something to take in consideration, you know. So when I go in a family situation, I study who the dog spends more time with and what kind of relationship they have. So it's based on who the dog spends more time with, because that's just familiar to the dog. What about different breeds? Do you find different breeds have a preference for different types of voices for the books, or does it not matter, or is it just based on the family? No, because it's four dogs. It's not four breeds. You know, like when we listen to a book, it's not what race am I, it's what title I'm interested. You know, so it's me as a male, me as a human being. It has nothing to do with my race. And the same thing with a dog. It has nothing to do with the breed. It's really the dog in them. You know, they're all dogs, different breeds. So we all want our dogs, when we leave the house, to stay calm. You know, so it's not the breed that I focus on. That's something that I do for activities, you know, like a Labrador where I retrieve, a, a Border Collie, I will do the uh, more in the herding aspect, you know. But when it comes to like uh, just the calm aspect of it, it's, it's for all dogs, you know. So that's, that's why it's going to be able to help the anxiety and the guilt that people feel when they leave the dog behind. So it's, it's something that is universal. I think it's a great idea. I know that people have used music at times, but the spoken voice, I think, can be maybe even more soothing. What do you think? Well, remember, speaking is what we do the most. Music is what we do every so often. You know, it's something that the dogs are more accustomed to the human talking than the human playing music. So we use our conversation to calm a dog down. We use a conversation to give a dog guidance. We use our conversation to give a dog affection. Music is something that we use every once in a while. It's like a treat, right? But what we do the most is food. So to me, the speaking, the, the reading is closer to what we do every single day. It's something the dog relates the most in his daily life, you know, it's so is the calming effect of reading a book. As they're reading the book, what it does, it, it, it just keeps this constant level of tone versus music goes up and down, you know, or radio goes up and down. And, you, you know, when they play the commercials, the volume goes a little higher. So that was going to take away the state of relaxation for a dog or the, the state of concentration. So the reason when humans go to a yoga class or meditation is a certain music at a certain level is a certain tone. I think this is amazing. It's fascinating and it makes so much sense. So how does Audible for Dogs work? Well, this is what we need to do. We need to first and foremost, as soon as we wake up in the morning, we need to remove the physical energy the dogs gain by sleeping. It only makes sense, right? The dog just woke up 
And then the, uh, our responsibility is, before we leave the house, is to exercise. What that does is remove that physical energy. Once the dog comes back for a good long walk, what the brain goes is into a resting state. Once the brain goes into a resting state, then you play the audible. Then they start associating the audible with the resting state. That's how we are going to achieve the state of relaxation. And so at the same time, you know that once your dog is in a relaxed state, he's not going to be anxious. He's not going to be excited. You're going to feel good because the dog is already resting before you leave. And then you don't have to worry about coming back home and finding an anxious dog. Your dog will be very calm. Yeah, remember, dogs are looking for direction. What do you want them to do when you go away from home? The thing is, most people, when they go away from home, they feel bad, right? So the dog associates staying by themselves with a bad thing. It's a bad association. It's no different when parents drop off kids for the first time in preschool and they feel bad. So uh, many teachers will tell the parents, just leave and I'll take care of the kid, you know, because the kids become worse when the parents are there because the parents feel bad. So the same thing with a dog, you know, the dog, you know, the dog feels our emotion. And so they're going to associate the activity based on how we feel. So if you feel bad leaving them behind, why would they want to stay behind at the same time? You know, if people don't exercise them, they're not going to be in a state of relaxing because they just woke up and they have to stay behind doors. So it's very, very important, the exercise aspect, you know, with or without the audiobook, it's important that people exercise the dog in order for the dog to stay behind because he's not going to go to work. He's not going to utilize his energy. His job is to stay behind, even though he just woke up. So it's, it's extremely important for us to really learn how to use common sense, how to use technology to make sure our dogs, while they are at home, they're practicing something. And that practicing is the same thing as we do with meditation, yoga, you know, praying, just practicing, just relaxing. It's something that we need to really focus and we really, we really need to understand that when we leave our dogs behind is what we often need like at a long time. You know, every, every once in a while you need your alone time and you shouldn't feel bad about it. So it's the same thing with the dog. So that way people feel the dog is doing an activity. I understand. So how do pet parents, how would they get Audible for dogs? Well, audible.com, you know, I, what I have is I have an app. And so I, whenever I want to play whatever title I have, I just play on, on my Echo. I mean, those who have an Echo. Otherwise, you can play on your iPhone or, other, or any device that is compatible to uh, Audible. Okay, so people can go to audible.com or download the app and go to audible.com slash dogs. Yeah. You know, one thing that is always, and you can see the difference, okay? You can immediately see the difference is when you introduce, you know, the first time that your dog is going to listen to Audible, you go for a long walk, right? You go, it's good for you, it's good for your dog, right? And then you come back home and you guys listen to the, the audiobook that you will like. But because you like the audiobook, he is going to feel that that sound made you feel a certain way. That's the introduction. That's the best way to introduce this experience. You know, you're supervising at the same time you're guiding. What are you supposed to feel when you hear this sound? You know, because when you hear this audiobook, what is your eye supposed to feel? No different when you introduce a dog to people. You know, sometimes you don't like a certain person and he knows it. And sometimes you like people and he knows it, right? So it's the introduction to the technology. Right. Now you chose six titles you had mentioned before. What, what are these titles? What, 
so one of them is, uh, you know, dog purpose. Sold your dogs. It's a, it's a story about hero dogs. Dogs, that kind of, they, you know, they participated in wars and they're heroes. And so it's an uplifting story. They talk about dogs. Nothing sad about it. It's a very uplifting. It's, you know, great things they have done for the country, for people, and for soldiers. So those stories, you know, they make me feel, they, you know, that makes me feel good about it, about what dogs have done. I like to choose a lot of the dog titles. And we have a list. So you guys can, you know, you can go to CesarsWay.com. And they find the rest of the of the list, or they can go audible.com, you know, and they find all the lists that we have. I think this is a great way for pet parents to have, you know, this is like having you, Caesar, in their home when they're getting ready to go away. And this is like a great lesson. It's like having you there, giving them some direction. Do this, and your dog will be calmer. And it, you're right, it's such an anxiety time when people are leaving for the day and their dogs are home alone. We'll be right back after this break. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. So, how did this come about? Well, I'm always looking for ways to help people. You know, it's all about, you know, I get a psychology center in, in Florida. We have the psychology center here in, in LA, and we do a lot of workshops and seminars all over just to teach humans how to, you know, behave calm, how to understand the power of, you know, when you give direction just to have that sense of confidence because the dog needs that, you know. It's an important thing for a dog, how to walk a dog, you know, how to feed a dog. Why feeding a dog in a calm state is better if you feed the dog in an excited state. And so leaving the house, believe it or not, the, the separation anxiety problems has has become higher and higher. So it used to be aggression, used to be fear, but nowadays it's the anxiety. You know, and the funny part is dogs went from living outside to living inside. And so the whole point was to, so the dog lives happier, you know, more comfortable, more safe. And now the dog is developing anxiety. Now the dog is finally indoor, finally in our intimate space. You know, many of the dogs that I know sleep in people's bed, but the dog has anxiety. And why? Now that the dog lives indoor, it's actually developing problems. That was the whole point of the transition from the backyard into the inside. So, so the reason for me, you know, is what I do, what I do is, is to find solutions for people. You know, how do we make sure that people practice what they really want? They want to have a peaceful home, a safe home. You know, of course, they want to come back home and the house is nice and clean and comfortable. Well, you understand dogs' minds like no other. I had the pleasure to see you at the Dog Psychology Center in Florida, and it was amazing seeing you around a dog that's so anxious and just having the dog calm and do what you want and how you explain this to the people that were at the center. So 
this just seems like, you know, another generous idea coming from you to help people with their dogs, which is so wonderful of you to do this. It's just such a great idea. And it's going to make, I can see so many pet parents out there going, oh, this is what I need. This is what... I think that's one of the biggest issues with people is when they separate from their dogs. You know, they are anxious and then they yeah. make their dogs anxious. Yeah. And remember, for people that have dogs that get anxious in the car and you're traveling with your dog, this is a perfect also uh, training uh, experience for the dog, you know, so because he's going to be used to the audible. So once you go in the car, if your dog has that anxiety only in the car, you can play the audible in the car and have the same effect. The thing is, why would the dog develop issues? Well, to me, it's lack of exercise and lack of mental stimulation. See, if a dog doesn't have information of what to do, he gets nervous, he gets anxious, he gets frustrated, you know, he gets confused. And so that confusion is what's going to lead him to become afraid, to become anxious, to become aggressive. So once the dog knows what to do, he knows, he naturally knows to go into a state of calmness. When people read the book, Eat, Pray, Love, what they're looking for is a sense of joy, a sense of calmness, is a sense of enlightenment. Well, a dog knows how to do this very well. He doesn't need to read Eat, Pray, Love. What he needs is a direction from you how to stay in that natural state. You know, a dog should be able to stay calm inside the house. A dog should be able to ride in your car with you, being calm, being secure, feel safe. So very important to know that what we're asking the dog to do is something that he already knows. So we need to make sure that we provide those activities, allows him to practice what he already knows. You know, is that sense of calmness, that sense of understanding, you know, the sense of what can I do for you? You know, the dogs, in my opinion, dogs should never develop issues. Never, never. Why? Because they live already indoor. They have everything. They have they have great food. They have, you know, they live inside inside the house. They have vets, you know, uh, to their disposal. So they have a great life here in America. Dogs should not have problems in America. They shouldn't have any. I think it's the pet parents. What is it? The pet parents that give them the issues? Yeah, because, in, in, in you know, <laughs> Without a doubt, it's not because that's what they want. It's that unconsciously don't do the right thing. It's, it's like health, you know what I mean? Why you become, I understand when you inherit, you know, certain, certain genetics, but for the most part, uh, you can practice healthy habits and your body will be healthy and your mind will be healthy and your, your emotions will be healthy. But if you practice unhealthy habits, of course, you're going to have those side effects. So the pet parents are, without a doubt, responsible on the balance, on the health of the dog, because the dog has to depend on you opening the door. You know, unless you open that door, unless you practice those activities, unless you have healthy habits, he's not going to be able to do it on his own because he really depends from you. I heed your words of wisdom. It's always wonderful to talk with you because you have so much insight on our canine friends. You just understand them so well. People can also go to Caesars Way and find out more information. Is that correct? Yeah, they can always go to my site and, you know, we have tutorials. We have uh, some ways that they, we can show why it works, how it works. And uh, we try it with all our pets, uh, with all our rescue dogs that we have at the center. You know, so people can see how it works. And we already do it. The thing is, is we are already talking to our dogs. You know, people talk to their dogs to calm them down. So we know that this message, that this conversation, that this way of relating to a dog works. But when we are not there, what do we do? So we are going to extend this already 
knowledge. But the only way it's going to work is if a dog is in a relaxed or resting or tired state. Exercise is going to play a big role. It's going to be healthy for everybody. You don't want to leave a dog full of physical energy when you went to work. It just doesn't make sense. And then you come home to physical energy done on your house. So that's, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's right. <laughs> exactly. Now, I want to mention, now, if people go to Audible and download your guide to bringing home a shelter dog, that there will be a donation. What is that about? Well, we, we work with rescue organizations. In this case, we work with North Shore Animal League. And it's, you know, all partners of mine that, that we have done many activities together. And, and to me, it's always about giving back, you know. So how can we make sure the dogs in the shelters get a chance? Well, I think that's wonderful. And as you've always said, I mean, shelter dogs can be calm as well as any dog, right? Well, shelter dogs, they definitely need more of the calmness because many of the people, they, you know, they, they live with them. They surrender the dog. So they're definitely very confused. They feel abandoned. And so they're definitely going to need more of the practicing of relaxation, you know, because they're in a shelter. They don't know how they got there. They just know their human brought them there. And there's a lot of dogs, you know, right next to each other barking and or practicing insecurity and practicing fear and, and frustration. And so definitely a, a shelter should be the common place for a dog in order for them to have a new life. Well, thank you so much for telling us about Audible and all these great ideas for how, you know, with Audible, how to calm your dog. Do you have anything coming up in the future that you can let us know about? Well, I hope people enjoy Dog Nation, you know, a show that I did with my older son, Andre. I hope you are enjoying Mutton Stuff, which is a TV show that Calvin, my younger son, is doing. And, you know, we're a family of uh, dog lovers, and uh, we definitely want to make sure that we influence all stages of life. And, um, you know, it's all about making a difference in the world, and uh, I hope we're doing a good job as a family. Well, I think you're doing a great job, and I think people are going to be really excited about this. Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio and telling us about Audible for Dogs and about just great ways to, you know, calm your dog with Audible. Thank you so much, Caesar. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what a great show. Thank you so much, Caesar, for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about Audible for Dogs. What a great way to calm your dog. I think calm the pet parent as well for when you're leaving the house and making your dog less anxious. I'm going to have my crew, Nikki and uh, Mr. Z, listen all the time when I'm away because they definitely need calming. Keep listening. We have some great shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.